Welcome to Smart Branding, a podcast dedicated to branding, naming, and domain names. I'm Tatiana Bono, and with my guests, we try to help you create and grow strong, memorable, and meaningful brands online. I believe time is one of our most precious assets, and so I want to thank you in advance if you decide to spend the next 30 minutes with us. I promise to do my best to make those worth it. Let's go. So today my guest is Vishal Riwari. He's a seasoned professional with over a decade of experience working with startups, small to medium enterprises, government institutions, uh, and different cross-functional projects. Today he is working with uh, SaaS businesses to help increase their onboarding and retention rates through product growth and strategic planning. Thank you, Vishal, and thank you for making the time and welcome to our podcast. Hey, Tatiana. Thank you so much for having me. And, it, and thank you for this lovely intro. <laughs> You're welcome. So let's start with a little bit about yourself. Tell me a bit about yourself and your background. Sure. You, you covered most of the parts, and, um, <laughs> but, I would, <laughs> but I would like to keep it uh, uh, small. So, um, currently, I run a company called OptiBlack, uh, and uh, we, we work with product leaders to help them understand uh, where is the product breaking, and we come up with with the solutions for them, like how they can how they can grow their product uh, going forward. So uh, that that is that is exactly where where we come in, and we do a, a lot of product consulting and and product development for them. So this is these are the areas uh, that that we work work with them. Uh, a little bit about my uh, past experience. Uh, I I just remember I was like very small, and I said hope I can do something with computers. So I was like very small. So and I, I thought like, hope I can do something with computers because uh, because uh, my elder sister just took a computer course and I was like, what what should I do in <laughs> my life? And and then what should I do over there? But somehow God listened to me. <laughs> so she's not very much with the computers, but I am like totally surrounded by computers right now. <laughs> so so and and it's everywhere. Uh, computers technology and and a software engineering and and it's, i'm like surrounded by computers right now and over the last 10 years we have uh, i've been involved in like multiple digital products that that has helped companies uh, come up come up with the solutions for example we worked with indian railways just to identify like where should they move their trains right every morning so that so that they can capture the demand like it's like uh-huh. the mini uber you're creating that mini uber algorithm for for <laughs> for for the internet so these are the kind of projects that that we worked with on that scale to like like small scales just to identify like how you can solve this problem and Mm. That is that is what what led to create the company where where I am today, like solving solving those big problems, and for for maybe for corporates or for governments and large institutions, and how to how to how to solve them at a, at large scale. So this is this is this is what we try to do uh, over here. So yeah, mm. that's that's us. Wonderful. And um, I have so many questions, but like now you said something and I'm just going to add another one because, you know, <laughs> you said you, you help um, or you mentioned how, how you can solve uh, those problems. Yeah. I find that, um, and I oftentimes do that with interviews, I think it's inevitable when you're kind of very much ingrained in what you do. Whenever I'm hearing somebody talking about their field of expertise, I'm immediately drawing like parallels with mine. And in my case, with premium domain names, for example, oftentimes like once somebody realizes they have a problem with their domain name, 
the process goes much easier on, okay, so how do we solve that? Then I can help. The big problem I have is a lot of people don't realize they have a problem. So how is that in your case? Like you mentioned, you can solve people, solve, you can help companies solve problems with their, with their products. Uh, with We mentioned onboarding and retention uh, in, in the introduction, but like how, how can an entrepreneur realize they have a problem so that they can reach out Thank to you and say, okay, help me solve that? Yeah. So this inspiration comes from a small and uh, a small chiropractor. So he he used to run a, chiro, a chiropractic service, right? So chiropractor is very difficult to explain. Like, what, what exactly do you do? So it's like, like very difficult, <laughs> right? So so what exactly do you do? So a lot of people used to ask him, like, uh, what exactly do you do? So so he he had to come up with a solution. Like people people don't understand like uh, what this guy does or anything like that. So he said. If you're standing anywhere and it's, and if someone in front of you stretches their uh, back and if they feel mm-hmm. a pain in the back, you should give my phone number to them. <laughs> so, <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Right. So, so a lot of, lot of times, if, if you, if you're feeling that people are not recognize your problem, make them problem aware. So find that hook uh, in, in making them understand like, you, and that is, that is how the marketing works. Like, so, mm. so the hook that, that we, how, how we start help them identify is like, because people don't know they have the problem because they're not measuring all those things. So the first thing that, that we help them understand is like, we set up their analytics and of in the in the digital mm-hmm. product so mm-hmm. so we have partners with mix panel and we set up the analytics and once once they set up the analytics and they're seeing the dashboard they realize oh my god mm-hmm. i have so many problems right so <laughs> so that is so so but because people don't measure it then they don't see that that problem yeah. that they have with the digital product but once they once they have seen it they cannot unsee that so so mm-hmm. that's that's how that's how we we start with and that's how we start with uh like our conversation and our our talk we make them problem aware like these are the challenge uh, we we don't go for the solution we educate on the problem first and that that's make it so for example if you're talking to product leaders we, we talk and say the biggest problem product leaders face is what to build next right so what what should i build mm-hmm. next so they understand this problem because day and night they are they are struggling with their ceo they're struggling with the marketers mm-hmm. and they're struggling with it, like what is the next feature that they want to work so they, they are aware of of that problem and then mm-hmm. we come up and and create that hook for them you want to know and you you want to understand like how you can make a business case that is where we come in and, and help you out out with them mm-hmm. so then then they then they come and say okay i i want to understand what the solution that you have and send send me that info right over right mm-hmm, away to mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. so so that's that's how uh, so what we have learned in the past is like first make the problem aware and then educate on the problem and then create those hooks and then get get them and so even if your product is not working and if and if you feel like these uh, uh people are not converting with my product or anything like that just have a audit your marketing operation and understand how much are you talking about the problem that relates to the people whom you're mm. targeting. So that, that if uh, and not the solution focused, but the problem focused. So someone mm. said it very beautifully. When a brand talks about the problem, educate on the problem, then people already look them as the solution provider. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. There's, there's a very, very, uh, very subtle uh, way of putting it off forward. Like if if you educate people on the problem, they already consider you as a solution provider. 
So <laughs> it's, 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 it's like that. So your friend poking you, like you have this problem. So the point are uh, the, uh, the, your normal response, tell me what is the solution, right? So, so it's the same thing. It's, it's the same thing with the people and, and, and the brands nowadays. Yeah. So yeah, mm, I what hope that you- answers it. Yeah, it does. It's very, it's very good okay. answer. And um, yeah, I was immediately, when you said, you know, when I have a friend and saying something is a problem, I don't know why that came into my head because I guess it's like holidays coming in. And I was going to say, everybody's thinking of whatever they're going to be wearing for New Year. Probably not everyone, but you know, some people are. <laughs> but I was like, yeah. So if you have a friend saying, you know, that dress is ugly, obviously you're going to ask them, okay, they'll help me choose a better one then. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> Yes. Yeah. There we it. go. <laughs> yes. Good stuff. All right. Um, tell me about your brand name. It's a very particular name. Tell me how did you come up with that and why? Yeah. So my brand name is Opti Black. It's uh, so the origin uh, lies in in two areas. So uh, a few years back, I was managing this company called Optiver which is an Amsterdam-based uh, company. Uh, they they had come down to Bombay so, so to hire hire people, so hire people, traders uh, over, over from them. And they only come to one school in the entire India to hire. So, and I was managing wow. that company and, and do it. So they especially come from Amsterdam to right away in India, Bombay and, and handle it. And, uh, and I was managing that company for their, for their hiring, hiring process. So that, that is a company that uh, Optivert does in trading. And then there's BlackRock. So I was inspired Mm -hmm, by these, mm -hmm. these two companies, which are like, uh, Optivert and BlackRock. So I, I had those words somewhere in, in my mind back. And, and then I thought, okay, what is a proposition that, that is, that the, uh, I wanted a name, which is easier to like, say or it can stand mm-hmm. for anything right i don't want it to be a, a descriptive name in the sense which is which gets attached to to the solution uh, over there mm-hmm. but 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 i wanted a name which which could which uh, which i can create the brand to anything so tomorrow if i change to make a pivot because i'm a startup so if i make a mm-hmm. pivot i can i can still i can still call that name so it, it, the idea was like when you are when you're making things better you are ideally in a in a black box you don't know how to do it so so you're optimizing something that is black so which mm-hmm. which you don't know how to do it like how do i make it better so that is a mm-hmm. question that that people ask right when when they come to us that is a question that people ask like how how do i make it better so how do i optimize my my company operation how do i optimize my product how do i op- how do i optimize my entire a sales process. So they want to make something better, but for them, it's a black box because they don't have an answer to it. So we optimize mm-hmm. the black box. <laughs> so opti black. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's so, a good story. <laughs> so, so that's that's how that's how from Optiver, BlackRock, and Opti Black came into origin, and and I and it can stand for anything. Tomorrow I can sell. Uh, sell ice cream with Opti Black and it doesn't matter. So, <laughs> so. That's a, yeah, I'm imagining, imagining like a very sophisticated ice <laughs> So, so you can still, still, it can still stand on its own and say Opti Black yeah. nudge, a uh, chocolate nudge ice cream, so and it, yeah. and it still stand Top on. Top end ice cream for, yeah, <laughs> so, for so, ambitious so, entrepreneurs. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yes, I wanted to name what if what if something does not work so I can make a pivot also, right? So, so yeah. that's why. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. Yes, okay. So that was the reason behind. behind yeah, um, I, I think it's a good, uh, good. I mean, the yeah, having having a name that that tells a story that you can attach to what you do without, as you mentioned, that's a mistake I see people make very often is where either for getting the available domain name or because they just couldn't be bothered and they think, okay, I'm doing X now, and they're not thinking for the future that you know. Um, you know, like obviously you're doing X now, but why do you want to limit yourself to that? So okay. yeah, it's a, it's a, something I see a lot of entrepreneurs make as a mistake. And it's yes. good that you highlighted that it's, I mean, you, you're better off having a name that does not in any way limit you or box you into something because yeah. you don't know where you're going. And I mean, obviously you can, you're not going into business planning to change often, but you, you can grow, you can add additional services or or you yes. can, yeah, you may, may may have to, you know, I know change your market <clears throat> even or add different yes. markets. So yeah, it's always good to have a name that's neutral in that respect. That, that changes. So we were working with uh, the company. I, I typically look at Nick, uh, Nick, Nick Coleda or uh, yeah, he, um, uh, if I have pronounced his name, he published a 50-pager guide on naming. And he went about like, how do you find find those names and how do you do that? So he, he's like one of the known experts, like a lot of marketing brands just go mm. to him just to add, identify uh, like what should be the naming. And and that that's where the, uh, he talks about like descriptive name or or, or like a mm. name which, which does not stand. So he has like four categories and he tries, goes on to explain like how should mm. you, name your organization depending upon where, where do you want to want mm. to go yeah so it's mm. a pretty good guide like 50 60 pages if someone is like very much interested in 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 reading that definitely that's that's worth a read yeah mm. definitely yeah. yeah no it's it's good to, and it's good to see that i feel that people are taking naming a bit more serious nowadays um yeah. so that's a that's a great way forward for everyone i mean having yeah, some branded. absolutely um so one of the focus areas of OptiBlack is onboarding and retention uh, yes. can you talk to me a little bit about the importance about those in a business and and how can a strong brand or does a strong brand affect them oh yeah uh, are you still friends with people who don't treat you well? <laughs> <laughs> so that that tells why onboarding is important. And are you <laughs> all right? So, uh, so and and are you still friends with someone from your school day? Do you people? Yeah, so, not many, so but they're they awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So they are good at retention. They know how to retain you <laughs> as a friend. <laughs> so, so yes. So, uh, so, so that that's onboarding and retention, right? So, when when we are working when we are working with with companies, that is that is we try to understand like how are they portraying themselves in in front of front of their prospective customers? Like, are they treating them well? I mean, mm. we have seen companies. You've seen companies like. Okay, you filled the lead. Now figure out what to do next. I mean, okay, <laughs> what 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 do you mean by that? So so but but yeah. So 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 these these are the things like that. Uh, these are small small things that that break 
make or break break the company and mm. that is that is where the difference comes in right it people don't expect you to like give the world to you but they at least expect something when when you uh when they log into your service and when when they when they're paying you something or something like mm. that so that that is that is a small uh trade off that they understand okay i'm paying this much but i expect a service that needs mm. to needs needs to come come with it and that's exactly what what we try to understand when we're working with uh saas companies like how how they can solve their onboarding and how they can solve solve their retention in a in a much more better mm. better manner and uh the and when we it's what we have identified and what other people have also identified with the saas companies is that it's not acquiring customers but it's how do you activate them mm-hmm. uh, is 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 the most critical element of like understanding like how long they would stay with you so mm. if, uh, th- that's 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 what has come up after like people have like studied thousands of saas companies and then they have identified like this is this is the key metric that mm. the activation of the key metric which is happens at the onboarding part is is the one key metric that that helps them identify like how much they would retain with with your product and how much they would do it and uh, so so yeah i mean this is this is exactly uh, how 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 we have companies i i can go much more deeper if if you would like but <laughs> but 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 these these are uh, these are the critical elements uh, that 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 we mm. work with the saas companies and and uh, anyone can go to our website and understand like how how this program works and and they can go to optiplack.com <laughs> and mm-hmm. we've written it over here like how they can how do we increase the activations how the step by step that do it and how do we take care of the entire process for that yeah mm. and yeah I, i wanted to touch on what do you find people do wrong most of the time when it comes to that onboarding um and retention and, and activation uh, you mentioned okay. and um, i feel like i can make a list myself now that you started that yeah. because as a, as a user and it's it's yeah. crazy that people oh, i think we as as users i'm talking from a user point here i think and correct me if i'm wrong that our um expectations have gone up like before yeah. it was yeah okay you know i paid for the thing i'm just going to wait to get it now it's okay i'm not expecting you know 10 emails oh. in between or whatever and it's i find that now it's not the case like i'm expecting a lot more and literally just before you joined the <laughs> literally before you joined the call i was writing an email and i came running because i was late for that well i wasn't late i wasn't time but I, i i came i didn't have the time to change um like for for those that are not going to yes. be watching the video i'm in, in my running so but I, i did still find the time to write an email before i forget because i thought about it for an order i made like two days ago and the um like the, it's being sent from abroad i know it's going to take time to be sent i received an email confirming the order but i haven't heard anything since and i'm like is it being sent did they like i know they got the money they sent me a message but like is it being packaged is it being sent what's happening it's been two days yes. <laughs> do you know what i mean yes. you're expecting yes. almost like two yes. days i think it's i'm expecting for them to say it's been sent or it's going to be sent yes. to soon or something something and, yes. and I'm like we're so demanding <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes so the the uh, i would say wrong but i would say it's like people are making it very hard uh for for the users to make it easier for them to use the system so it's uh, like 
I, I don't know, but but the simplicity is the ultimate sophistication, as Steve yeah. Jobs might have put it, right? So, but but to get even even there, people people make it very hard on themselves. <laughs> like they're mm-hmm. just compl- they're complicating complicating the entire stuff in the hope that that everything is working out perfectly. But but that's not the case. If it's doing the simple things that that have a much more profound effect, like you just mm-hmm. wanted a status update. You mm-hmm. don't want them to run a robot for you and just do a, do something very special. But but you just mm. want an update, like okay, my package is shipped. But but mm. these are the small small things that that uh, that we are seeing. Like people people forget to, to mm. do it, and people it is it is difficult. It is hard. We understand when when there are like tens of people working on the same product there there are mm. sometimes leakage, leakages that happens but but these are the things that that uh, that we are seeing so people that themselves making it very hard for to become friends with with you and that that is exactly working second thing what we are seeing is like uh, the product promise is something else the product delivery is not the same so you mm-hmm. it's like it's like same as the amazon image is something good the image on the uh, on the amazon.com is very good you keep an order but when mm-hmm. when you receive that thing it's it's not what you ordered right so mm-hmm. so it's it's it's, a, it's it's the same thing it's the same thing like that you ordered that prom dress but that that is, did not turn <laughs> up it was it was something else so 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 that's that's exactly what happens sometimes with the product itself they they promise something else but they are not delivering delivering that uh, to mm. to their customers, and this is the this is again the second gap that that we are seeing. Um, the third gap is is the communication, and how do you communicate? So uh, the third gap that we are seeing is like uh, one company that that we're working with. So like the process flow was like as soon as they filled the lead, they they send the details over email. And that, then they expect that person to go to email to fill, come back those details mm-hmm. back to the app. Like, wh- why are you even doing this? Like, why are you, you, you asking him to go, go that step, come back, oh, then go yeah. that step, still come back? Why that's, are you? Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's exactly. <laughs> so just multiply that expression by thousand times, and and then you understand. Like, okay, why why are you doing it? So, so people don't. Uh, people are lazy. <laughs> let's be honest. So people are lazy, and then they, they don't want you to like, uh, like make them work. They they want you to do your work. That's that's how. Yeah. That's why they are employing <laughs> employing you, right? So these these are the small small things that that we are seeing, and and this is how this is how we try to correct them, make make them in in a in a much more streamlined manner, so that so that they are able to able to uh, able to. Uh, able to retain those customers and and get those dollar value in which which they have heavily spent it on the marketing yeah mm. and yeah. i'm i'm going to jump you back into domain names and naming on the on okay. where where <laughs> where is it where, where, oh how important do you feel is a good name and a good domain in that process in the onboarding and retention process because we were talking about generally um the you said people are lazy and people are also busy and and, and generally i feel like a better process that mm. you provide is 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 respectful of their time it's like you said i mean okay. you paid money for okay. something or even you've invested like if it's some kind of a free trial or whatever you're investing your time still um yes. so so in a way anything that is creating some friction and wasting your time 
or even just like uh, like for example i have a lot of people that would say oh i i, I don't care like i mean they're going to remember it my clients are going to remember it they have some like weird domain uh, name that yes. does not fit their brand name and they're like okay. yeah, but they, they'll figure okay. it out they'll oh, yes. remember it and, oh, and yes, i'm like yes, yes. yeah but it's unfair why do you put that on their backs to remember do you know what i mean it, it's like why yes. should it be you're making their life harder i mean yes. it, it's now, yeah it's, now i get your question now now i get your question yes brand name now is like very important because it's a recall retention is all about recall right so um and um your communications with 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 the client and again again with with your users is is all about recall so yes that uh, so for example you re- remember the name spotify apple or mm. or these because because now it has become synonymous into like you associated with those brand names and and you are able to retain them and you do it spotify does not exist but but spotify just started as as the name that is like uh, it, they created a new uh, new name mm. altogether and and it, it makes you uh, makes you easier to remember because it's like a one one word name mm. and then it and then it talks about as an action so do something mm-hmm. again again shopify uh, so mm-hmm. uh, so shopify is again a name that that says uh, i can i can just uh, make anything of my product get it online e-commerce and mm-hmm. made it made it at an online shop so i'm shopifying it so in in that mm-hmm. sense right so so yes for retention and even for onboarding it's very important in that sense because that's how the brand name gets recorded and just imagine we are getting like hundreds of emails on a daily daily basis how do you stand out it it because mm. of your brand name that 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 you stand out and something that that you can relate or something that that you can uh, connect connect to on a personal level is is how you stand out so yes very very, mm. very important in in those areas yeah what i mean of the tech industry generally anything tech related is evolving very quickly all the time uh, how has yeah. your particular area evolved over time and, and where do you see it heading hmm. so um, what what we are seeing in saas companies and and uh, in in our domain is like earlier uh, the sales process used to be like hey this is my product let's do a demo uh, mm-hmm. someone gets on the demo and then two three people meet have like regular conversations prepare a deal send that deal over over hubspot and then get everything signed over panda doc and then and then they get a doc mm. signed and then then sign up a dollar deal and celebrate over there <laughs> all that has gone <laughs> gone now so so now people want like show me your product show me your value or i'm out of it <laughs> so <laughs> it has <laughs> so so people so people people have like like i don't have time for it, like do a demo mm. do you it said you you uh, i if i go to website and i should be able to understand like like how it is how it is yeah. working so that's that's what i've seen the entire industry and and we've seen lots of legacy uh, and saas companies the companies that we're talking to like 10 year old saas companies and and they're saying uh, we we need help in going from sales led approach to the product product led approach because that is that is where the future is and that is where the result mm-hmm. and we are seeing product led sales happening like all all the data that is collected inside the product is then being used to upsell or or is being used mm-hmm. to sell or or like reaching out to your people who are already using your account 
on a freemium basis and then able to convert mm. them into into uh, something on on a paid version so this is this is what we are seeing and this is the trend that that we are seeing with with the companies so if we're talking to companies where they say i don't want to have like a 50 people onboarding team just just to help out with with the product demos and and everything that 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 day is gone that days are gone in the next one year or two years i i want to shift shift towards a product led approach where people just uh are able to get in use our product and and go out mm. so this is the biggest shift that that we are seeing in in saas companies at the moment yeah mm, definitely relates that and also again we're back to how impatient and demanding we have got as users i feel yes. like like when you're talking about upselling i feel like also almost like there should be some sort of a i don't have a word for it so i'm going to make that up like up learning in a way where and i'll try and explain myself a bit better like i feel like when and I, i've had that experience with a few products now where i'm looking for a solution to one problem one simple problem i look at you know whatever there is out there there are few companies i select one i sign up whether it's for a free or paid whatever doesn't matter uh, and then i log in and there are all of those things that they do and they do like gazillion things that are all amazing but i came out I came for that one particular project that I want to solve and now I'm like do you know what I mean like because I was searching for that I ended up on a page on their website that said we do that but now that I've logged in there's a gazillion stuff and I'm struggling to like there's and try this and do that and take that tour and I'm like I just want to solve that one problem <laughs> and there's so much information and I feel like almost there should be also that where like, just let me do the my thing and then at my pace when i need to i'm going to look at all those other things and maybe use them or maybe not but just just and i literally have a few accounts with different products where i just dropped it i just said i, I can't be dealing with that i'm just going to be able to do it yeah and that's just it, it's it's crazy how how that's yeah. i mean i, I don't know yeah because i understand as a business you want to offer all of those things but it's yeah. really should come from how the user acts and what they came from yes yes it now nowadays sales team is like that that person who who bugs you when you when you are shopping in in the in the retail outlet <laughs> yeah, like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah they yeah. want something do they want something like yeah. okay I will, i will test it out by myself i i can yeah, absolutely that i want and then i can do it so please please uh, take care i mean i, yeah, I will yeah. come to you whenever i'm doing the selling yes <laughs> so that's so, yeah. a very so, good analogy yeah now now people there so I yeah was, I was uh, we were laughing yesterday with a colleague because there's all of the brands now that um all, all of the brands many brands that are now starting to do those uh, virtual shops web3 da 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 experiences where you walk in into a, that virtual space and you walk around and we were like hold on a minute like the good thing about shopping online was that you can go there and you can click you know I want a yellow t-shirt of that size and there it is and now you're making me walk around the shop online where i don't know where things are and i have to look around and like figure out where it is and how it works like what's the point <laughs> like i don't get that yeah. so maybe i'm just maybe it's yeah. just me maybe yeah <laughs> but yeah. it's just yeah that's <laughs> that's yeah so people people don't want uh, to do 
like complex stuff that wants a yeah. good straight point and that's it there's yeah. so much complexity already in, in our lives here yeah. yeah definitely so yes. who are your typical clients who can benefit from your services is there some kind of a like a geography or size of a company or stage of a company's development where they can reach out to you and work with you right. so till now uh, we we have worked with companies who are yet to launch the product and we have worked with companies who are 10 years in the market and mm. still figuring out their way so so i have not been able to pinpoint like this is my uh, ideal mm-hmm. customer but but we have been able to help help both of them so any uh, any company any saas company is is our uh, is our uh, preferred client and uh, who are looking who are looking to grow grow their product or looking to increase their onboarding and retention and uh solve solve that problem for them it is is definitely a client and second anyone who who has a mobile app uh is mm-hmm. is our client so these the other two uh two sort of companies that that we can help help the most uh in in uh in, in the product growth yeah mm and you you said you've helped companies who have just launched their product and companies who are well established like it's been like a decade yeah. there when is the best time to talk to somebody like you if somebody like is it can somebody because obviously we, we spoke a few times now about how you can identify and solve problems that are already there is there like a stage where people can reach out to you and discuss with you something that's not even yet built to avoid having those problems yeah uh yes i i get these asked a question uh, sometimes like when is the right time mm. uh, the the right time is when you uh when you identify this is this is not working working out for me so that mm. that's uh, that's then that's when when we come in so uh, obviously we uh, because people have to like try out on their own first <laughs> otherwise otherwise mm-hmm, they would mm-hmm. say you're, uh-huh, you're, you're bluffing it. you're bluffing so so that is what uh, what people would say if if they come directly to us but let let them do it once they realize this is not working we need we need some we need some assistance that that is that is the right time where, where we can help otherwise there is uh, there's no point in in helping if if you don't mm, believe that you need a help yeah so yeah. And, yeah. and when you become a little bit more uh data oriented when when you uh, that's that's when you realize like okay you need optiblack to help help you out with with your product growth when you become a little bit more data oriented to understand i don't know what users are doing inside my product mm-hmm. if that is a question that comes to your mind uh, so if you see someone thinking about like yeah. uh, uh, so <laughs> if you see if you think someone uh, thinking about like okay hold uh, holding like what are the users doing inside the product uh, that's if that is a question that comes into your mind uh, mm. think of optiblack and and you can you can come to us Yeah. All right, that makes sense. Yeah, because I thought it, it, it there could be some sort of like I'm a somebody's in the ideal stages and they can work on that and then it's absolutely logical what you say because you you right. if you don't have the users interacting with the product you can't know 
what will and what will not be a problem. So yeah, absolutely, that makes Correct. sense. I see that. Correct. Yes. So so that's that's the chiropractor we are like waiting for waiting for yeah. that for <laughs> someone to stretch stretch their uh, stretch their backs. So so as soon as they stretch their backs, that's that's when we we come in. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I love analogies. That's just gonna stick with me forever. I'm gonna yeah. be like, up to no. Hold on. No, that's that's not the one. <laughs> <laughs> right. So so that's that's the hook, right? I mean. <laughs> So yes, that's, so now you would always remember like with that kind of factor. So if it's, someone it's a is stretching analogy. out, yeah. What's next? What's next for Optib? Like, what what do you have like cooking for next year? Right. Um, this year, when we started, we were only doing largely consulting. Now we are setting up the entire product teams uh, for for the SaaS company. So we are taking up. That entire responsibility for, mm-hmm. uh, for like delivering, being the tech partners and delivering for for them. Uh, what uh, also we recently closed partnership with with Mixpanel for their entire APAC region, uh, and we're helping the companies in the entire Asia Pacific region. So, uh, so Mixpanel is like we're working closely with them, and then in the, at that part of this partnership, we are. We would help the companies in this geography area, or even anywhere in the world, help them understand, like, make better sense of the data mm. and better sense of of the products, like how they can how they can grow the production. Uh, this is this is what these are the two two things main things that that we're looking for in twenty twenty three, and we're trying to take it as in as in when we go. Um, currently, a team of like eight people, but but that is how. We we are trying to take it as in as in when we go and and see uh, mm. how how things things proceed in the in the next year. So I earlier there there used to be like my head and went I will do that I will do that but mm. now it is like okay let's 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 do one day at a time and let's let's do yeah. focus on <laughs> focus on doing that rather than rather than thinking of like a five year term and something something like that. So yeah, but yeah. but yes that's that is what we are. We're trying to trying to uh, do over here and contribute at at every level where we can. Yeah. Wonderful. And last thing, where can people reach you? Yes. Uh, so my my name is very unique. So if someone can search Vishal <laughs> Revari on Google, they will find me. And if they if they are good, if they are good enough, they might they might even find my uh, address. <laughs> so so I'm search, I'm searchable on Google. So so my address is also searchable. So they can reach home also if they would like. But um, but my name is very unique and and sometimes I say Google me, uh, Google my full name and and you would you would find me. So you would see uh, my company profile of the black and you would see my LinkedIn profile. So and that's that would be much more easier easier way to way to uh, find me rather than anything uh, anything else so yes so, so google vishal revari and then you you would you would have me uh, in over there yeah wonderful well thank you that's been a pleasure pleasure vishal thank you. Uh, i think that'll be useful for our our listeners thank you thank you so much they're almost on time yeah Yay. Thank you for joining us in this episode of Smart Branding Podcast. Feel free to visit smartbranding.com for more information and reach out if you have any suggestions, questions, ideas, or just want to learn more about how a good domain name strategy can help you build a strong and successful brand. See you next time.